0: hello and welcome to the transforming you podcast my name is tori i am a personal trainer nutrition coach wife cat mama jesus freak and i am here to talk to you about all things overall wellness whether it is exercise food and nutrition faith and spirituality or mental health i have got you covered girl let's get going hello and welcome back to transforming you two weeks in a row we are on a roll here (laughs) This week I want to talk to you about fasted workouts. And I'll tell you right away, it's one of those topics that if you Google it, like are fasted workouts good or bad, you'll get so many articles saying like here's why you should always eat before a workout or you're wasting your time in the gym if you're not doing fasted workouts. It's something people have pretty strong opinions about and it can be tough to wade through all the different information. So I'll help you break it down in this episode to get good answers for when fasted workouts might be good or bad for you specifically. One thing I want us to get clear on up top, though, is that a lot of the sources I'm seeing recommending fasted workouts are doing so with the expectation that you're training for the purpose of losing fat. But I know that that's not everyone's goal, so I'm going to try to show you how to apply the information we're getting to multiple different kinds of goals and training styles and as always, defer to your doctor and your own personal experience as needed. So let's get into it now. So we'll hear from the evidence in support of fasted workouts first. So first of all, let's get clear on what a fasted workout is. The definition in scientific literature is training after 10 to 14 hours without eating. So usually a fasted workout will happen first thing in the morning without breakfast. Not necessarily if you're like doing intermittent fasting or something, but typically, that's when a fasted workout would happen. The theory is that if you don't eat before a workout, especially a cardio workout, it increases both lipolysis, which is the breakdown of fat cells, and fat oxidation, which is the actual burning of fat, and therefore promotes greater fat loss than working out after eating. When we apply this theory in real life, it's technically true that fasted cardio increases fat oxidation, it does burn more fat, That's not quite the whole story, but now that we understand the theory behind fasted workouts, I'll save the rest of that for later. In support of fasted workouts, I looked at a 2020 literature review for the uninitiated. A literature review is a paper that discusses a variety of studies on a certain topic, but doesn't conduct a new study or experiment. It's basically a research paper that summarizes a lot of other research papers. (laughs) They looked into three different approaches to intermittent fasting called intermittent calorie restriction alternate day fasting and time-restricted feeding. So a quick overview of what each of those means. Intermittent calorie restriction, also known as whole day fasting, is a 24-hour fast that's usually done two to three times a week. Then alternate day fasting is where you eat one day and then fast or eat a very small amount of calories, like 500 calories the next day, rinse and repeat. And last time-restricted feeding is typically a 16 to 20-hour fast. So you would still eat every day, but you'd have somewhere between four and eight hours to eat all of your meals or a single meal. They found in that review that these types of fasts tended to reduce weight and body fat for study participants. So, so that does support the notion that exercising in a fasted state will help you lose weight if that's your goal. However, the data was not conclusive on how fasted workouts impact your exercise performance. So with that in mind, the researchers recommended training at a lower intensity if you're fasted, and I would heartily agree with that. I'll expand on it to say that if you haven't eaten for a whole day or if you've eaten very little, I don't want you lifting weights until you've eaten something to make sure that you have the energy to perform the way that you need to. So really, I think this study does more to show that intermittent fasting can result in fat loss than it does to show that fasted workouts specifically help weight loss, but that's a topic for another time. If you were going to do intermittent fasting long-term, I'd recommend weight training at the end or in the middle of your eating window, not while you are in a fasted state, so that you can perform better to really make strength and muscle gains. If you were doing a short-term fast, which I don't typically recommend for your health, if you're interested in hearing why you can check out episode episode 19 on cleanses and detoxes but say we're doing a short-term religious fast or something like that i would recommend sticking with walking and light stretching during that time so that you don't overextend yourself if you're going to try fasted workouts i would do no more than 60 minutes at a time to keep yourself from getting too fatigued with that in mind it would also be a good idea to have some black coffee before your fasted workout now If you're seeking the benefits of a truly fasted workout, it can't be flavored coffee or have cream or sugar in it, so keep that in mind. But having some caffeine should increase your calorie burn some, and it will give you a boost of energy to help perform better than you might if you had no food or caffeine in your system. And then you'll want to eat shortly after your fasted workout to make sure you're getting at least 30 grams of protein to help your muscles recover. Some people say that you should continue the fast for about 90 minutes after your workout, but that there's not much evidence backing that up and waiting longer than 30 minutes after a fasted workout to eat actually increases the chances of your body breaking down your muscle for fuel. So for the sake of maintaining your muscle mass and optimizing recovery, you'll want to get that protein and some carbs in shortly after you're done training. Now, if you do your workouts fasting because it upsets your stomach to eat beforehand, just make sure to keep your workouts to less than an hour and stay hydrated. If you're wanting to train longer than that, like if you're training for a half or full marathon or something like that, you'll want to work on eating beforehand. Start with something small and give yourself plenty of time before you start your workout. But you want to remember, if you're training for an event like that, you will need to eat the day of the event before, you know, your race or whatever. So you might as well start practicing that too. So now let's hear from the evidence against fasted workouts. Let's circle back to when I said technically fasted workouts do increase fat oxidation or burn more fat. Here's why it doesn't always work in real life. Your body pulls energy from fat and carbs all day long because you don't only burn calories when you exercise. You burn calories all the time. So your body always needs to pull energy from somewhere. If you force it to burn more fat during your workout, it doesn't just keep burning that extra fat all day long. It just burns less fat and more carbs later on after your workout. So this research isn't saying that fasted cardio doesn't work at all. It's just saying that it doesn't work the way that we want it to. This is supported by a literature review published by the British Journal of Nutrition in 2016 that found that fasted cardio did show higher fat oxidation than fed workouts. However, the calorie burn across the whole day wasn't significantly different between fasted and fed cardio. And like I mentioned before, if you train without eating beforehand, you won't be able to give as much effort in your workout. So if you're doing a lifting workout, for example, you might not be able to lift as heavy as you normally would. If you make a habit of working out without eating, your strength and muscle gains will stall. Trying to put the same amount of effort into it without eating first can also drive your blood sugar down and make you more tired, more sluggish. Um, It can even make you pass out if you go for way too long. So that makes sense, right? Because food is energy. Calories are energy. So if we're not putting gas in the tank, we're not going to get as far, right? Makes sense. And while we're talking about blood sugar, there's another element of it that we need to understand. Say you're going to work out first thing in the morning without eating. Through the night, your body pulls glucose from your muscle tissue to keep your blood sugar stable while you're sleeping. If we don't eat, we're telling our bodies to continue doing that, to keep pulling fuel from our muscles, and eventually that can lead to muscle and strength loss and make it easier to injure yourself. Muscle loss will also decrease your metabolism, so if this whole thing is about weight loss, it's probably going to backfire on you. It's also important to take your medical history into consideration. If you're a person who struggles to maintain your blood sugar, like if you have diabetes, Fasted workouts are probably not safe for you. If you're pregnant, it's not the time to try fasted workouts. Or if you're already very lean, fasted workouts are not recommended. If you want to eat before a workout, try keeping your meals small and lower in carbs and calories, like a piece of fruit or some applesauce, some rice, bread, non-sweetened oatmeal, something light and easy to digest like that. Then have more protein after you're done. If you aren't going to work out first thing or know from experience that you need to eat before a workout, that is totally fine. You'll just want to give yourself more time between eating and exercising. So if you're going to have a full meal, it's probably best to wait about three hours before doing intense activity. But again, defer to your personal experience. You can always experiment with different strategies and see what gives you the most energy and helps you perform your best without making you feel sluggish or upsetting your stomach or anything like that. So the TLDR is this. The theory behind fasted cardio is technically true. You burn more fat during fasted cardio, but... Your body will probably just make up for it later in the day, so you probably won't actually drop body fat because of that. I don't recommend fasted workouts because you likely won't be able to put in your usual amount of effort, but if you're determined to try it, be patient with yourself as your body adjusts and have some caffeinated coffee beforehand. Just don't put cream and sugar in it or you're not fasting anymore. Don't try fasted workouts if you're pregnant, have trouble managing your blood sugar, or are already very lean. I hope you learned a lot from this episode, and I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, if you are interested in personalized one on one coaching, or if you have topic suggestions for another episode in the future. Feel free to reach out to me at Transforming You Pod or at Coach Troy Lane on Instagram, and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me on Transforming You Today. I cannot wait to talk to you again next week and I would love to hear from you at transforming you pod on Instagram or at coach Tori Lane is my coaching account. I would just love to hear your input, your thoughts, episode, topic suggestions. If you have any questions or if you are interested in a one-on-one coaching program, please never hesitate to reach out. I'll talk to you soon, girl.